hello. Oh, hello. Can you hear me? Oh, yes. Oh, hello, indeed. Yes. No. Partially. Good. Good. I'm just a little bit curious because Skype is back to doing that weird thing where it tells me I'm muted. Oh. Uh, if you all can hear me, then I don't give a fuck. I can hear you. I can hear you just fine. Thanks. Yep. Babe. Likewise. Let me get a nice little circle whenever you make a noise. <laughs> oh, good. Ooh, it's a, it's a loud. It's a loud in here. All right. That's a weird. Loud in where? In um, what? In this Skype in call. Skype yes. <laughs> well, is that me or is that you? No, it's. I just need to turn my computer volume down. Okay. Everything's cool. fine. Cool. Because I have. I'm still not sure that my microphone is actually my microphone that's being used and uh, not the one that's in the headphone. <laughs> I'm not I don't either, think I'll ever be sure. I've had a microphone in my backpack for you for since I promised you I'd put it in there. Oh, sweet. Sweet. I've <laughs> seen you several times since then. Anyway. <laughs> and many of those times I had the backpack with me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But, uh, distracted though and then yeah. you get home and you're like ah fuck ah, damn it James <laughs> that's how I roll <laughs> yeah man my <sighs> my nose hurts like I got punched in the nose I don't know what happened oh man do you have one of those like painful sharp boogers it could be that and it could be like messing with boogers or something uh, I don't know right well you need to pick for a certain amount of time before it starts to pick back yeah. You guys, ever, <laughs> you guys ever been punched in the nose? Uh, no, not not that I can remember. I've never been punched once in my life. What? We'll have to fix that. <laughs> you say yeah, that well, always. <laughs> oh, thanks, hon. I knew, always knew I could count on you guys. James, you've been punched in the face? Power hour. Yeah, we'll do a power uh, hour and punch each other. Yes, I have. Well, not like really, you know, because I used to spar. Mm. So there was pads and stuff. Um, I've been socked in the stomach several times but that was just because you know i was the big guy in school and they they all thought that was just the loud <laughs> i think we talked no, i've never it. actually been in a fist fight huh. i think we talked last week about the guy who wanted to get punched in the gut instead of putting his fingers down his throat yeah hated that guy vaguely familiar. <laughs> i'm not gonna do it dude you make yourself puke. don't ask me to help yeah Sucks to get punched in the face. I bet. <laughs> in case you're wondering. I know. I, I you know. I I, I kind of gathered that it yeah. was unpleasant. But... Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I'm gonna have to punch you a lot next time I see you. What's going on with my screen? Yeah. What just happened? What? Um, I don't know. I, the whole. I like how I changed. look at my keyboard. <laughs> like I've done something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not touching anything. It's me. It's not me. <laughs> Stop blaming me. Somehow night shift turned off. Just right Ooh. in front of me. Oh. So, yeah. I'll deal with that. You guys talk amongst yourselves. What's, uh... I always hate when stuff like that happens. Like, if I accidentally... that There's some keystroke combination I can use to turn off um, the flux that I have on the computer. And if I do that after it's turned on, it's like, oh my god, I'm freaking blinded. Right? It's much too bright. Yes. I don't think I have the flux on my computer. Later, I and like I sometimes already have the light off in my room, so it's like and it's set to the darkest, and then I'll accidentally turn it on while I have like a web page up that's all white background. And it's like yeah, oh and God. then you can't see for minutes. Exactly. Yeah. 
I forgot that I have a custom schedule for night shift, so it turned on right at 10 p.m. It was turning on, not turning off. Oh. Ah, interesting. Yeah, let's change that to sunset to sunrise. There we go. Whew. They should get more familiar with, like, computers in general and how they work. You should start coding. I think you'd really like um Just like a life goal. Yeah. Just jump in. Just jump in with two feet on Python and st- just start coding. Yeah, but I don't have the patience for that <laughs> for that sort of stuff. Like I should, if I were a different person, I would. But uh, do other shit most of the time. No, just just learn some basic HTML. What what are the what are the coding languages? I know Python and HTML. Oh, pro- I see. I'm already off. Because it's programming languages. Ruby. Ruby is what all the cool people use. I'll take your word for Ruby. it. Ruby. Yeah, I believe you. Yeah, <laughs> JavaScript, Python, Java, CCPP, PHP. That's the that's the old school. Swift. C sharp. I think you should just just go Python. Just go Python. You'll be fine. I probably should. Mm-hmm. And then once I learn some shit, I'll just be really pissed off with the IT guys at work. Yes. <laughs> you'll be able to there do you go. All kinds of stuff. I found <laughs> that the IT people at my school district don't know shit. No, why would they? <laughs> <laughs> They're only the IT people. Yeah, I had to ask for some um, some dongles. And they're like, what are those and why do you need them? And so then I had to explain what they were and why I needed them. They're like, oh, we should probably have a lot of these. Like, yeah. (laughs) If you don't have any, is it just that you didn't know where to point me to your inventory? But if you have none. Yeah, they didn't have any. They just upgraded everyone to these brand new MacBooks, which have different um, adapters adapters and and inputs and stuff. There's like no USBs. It's all USB-C. And so I was like, well... When people wander into my building and they need to project a PowerPoint, I'm going to need to be able to hook them up, whether or not they have the new computer or the old one. So I'm going to need these. They're like, huh, we should probably like have a lot of these for for other stuff like this. Like, yeah, you really should. Good, good, idea. <laughs> good idea. Glad we talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, Python doesn't look fun. No. Coding in general does not look fun. You go to go to Hour of Coding. That's a thing they do in schools. Hour of Code. Hourofcode.com. Hour of Code. So they have this thing in schools where kids code for like one hour a week or something. And, it, and it's scaled based on um, like their age and their grade and stuff. So that kids just know how to code. And it, largely it's because coding is all just if this, then that kind of statements. Right, so, sure. So they may set it up as like creating a video game by putting different blocks in that like make the character do things like run, run, jump, land kind of stuff. And you have to do it in the right order because you can't have like go from jumping straight to swimming because then it's not going to work. Yeah. So then they learn that they need to have him land and then jump in water and then he can swim. Okay. I mean, I can see the the problem solving yeah. benefits to that sort of stuff. Plus, like the the way the world is working now, 
it's moving towards like largely digital. Yes. So like it's a good skill to have for a little one. Yeah, exactly. Get them kind of just familiar with messing around on the computer and stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Code. Interesting. Every day that goes by, I get more and more tempted to just like quit my job and like cash out my retirement, which is not a lot of money, but it's a, a chunk of money that would like make it so that I could live life for like six months at the current rate or like a year if I chose to be poor. And then figure out what I really want to do. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not what you're doing. Yeah, yeah correct. Uh, yeah, that always is rough. Trying to decide whether or not to try to just keep going with what you're doing or try to find something that you really like. Well, I really like the voiceover. And now that I've got you know paid from doing it, I'm like, all right, this could be it. This could be absolutely my new bread and butter, but like it's also a lot of work. Mm-hmm. I bet, yeah, I can't even imagine. <laughs> well, it's a lot of, it's a hell of a lot of grind versus payoff, right? Because you're only paid for the things you're only paid for completed tasks, whereas at your current job you were paid throughout the task, whether or not you're like actually just playing solitaire in your cubicle, correct? Which also happens a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, and that's just it. And it's constant, the, the money that I'm at currently, whereas the, yeah. the voiceover business just by nature is a, a crapshoot. Mm-hmm. You know, what it has taught me, this, this one experience that I've had, is that I need to know a lot more about like sound recording and sound engineering. Mm-hmm. Like the voice part, uh, you know, I'm fine with. <laughs> the mm-hmm. second half of that, the, the voiceover part is the... You know, it's where where I'm still learning as work. Have you talked to your friend and mine, Mr. Rich? Uh, no, not since I really started getting serious about it. Because that's like full stop. That's what he does. Yeah. Well, he does more on the sound side of it, right? Does he actually no. get paid for voices? Yeah. He um he uh, there's a lot of podcasts that are like sort of theatrical readings of scripts and things like that right yes and yes, he that. does a lot of the mixing on that and also he is he throws his voice in all the time on those things or he'll just be like the narrator voice for this show or that show right so he's he's like half he's half sound engineer and half voiceover artist okay see and i feel like most voiceovers are that now half sound engineers and half voiceover I can tell you that his recording booth is his closet. Right. He has told me, he told me at one point that he just parts the clothes and then sits uh-huh. in the closet so that the sound is deadened just by having the clothes around him. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. My, uh, my, I, I took that a step further and my closet like the sole purpose for it now is a uh, recording studio. I, I stapled up a bunch of moving blankets all over the walls. Ah. So I just have like a little sound deadening booth. Um, but it's hot as fuck in there. And I ended up having <laughs> easier time hooking up my microphone to my computer rather than my laptop. Ah. So I currently I'm sitting in my office, which has no sound deadening or dampening whatsoever, but uh, it's fine. There are settings you can use to combat the, the echo. Yeah. Just throw a little shelf on that bus. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> whatever that means. All of, all I ever learned about sound engineering for the live stuff is me turning knobs until it sounds good. Yep. And I know yep. generally which knobs to go to. I don't know why they're fixing things, but I know like, ooh, if I hear this, I should turn this knob and then yep. it'll sound better. And Apple makes it real easy. GarageBand. Yeah. And the EQ. It's right there. But you can make it much more complex if you want to. Oh, sure. Sure. When I did the PSA, the guy recommended getting a software called um, Audition Pro. Uh-huh. That's a, that's a pretty standard one. Yeah. Which is not... Because the, uh, the class that I took recommends using Audacity, which is not very user-friendly. GarageBand kicks Audacity's ass as far as like being user-friendly. But Audacity has a little bit more stuff that you can do, I guess. That's where you can do the stuff like uh, we've talked about before, where you make something faster by increasing the tempo but reducing the pitch. Right, right. And so it stays the same sound-wise, but it just moves faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I There's a mark on... GarageBand that I can adjust the tempo. I yes. can, but does that not adjust that the pitch? Is, is what you're saying? No, that's changing the tempo of the beat, the the metronome. Ah, uh, okay, because it's for music. Mm-hmm. Right before we started, I had recorded some of myself beatboxing, just fucking around, because that is a thing that I often forget that I do. Oh. <laughs> so I'm sitting here with the microphone on, waiting, and I was just beat, beatboxing. Nice. Beating. And uh, I was like, oh, wait, why don't I fucking record that? Cool. Trying to figure out how to loop it. And then we started talking. Oh, looping, uh, you can do it. You can. <laughs> Up in the top well, right I... corner, there's the little picture of a loop. Oh, hey, look at that. That would have been much easier than copying and pasting yes. and then cutting the second part of the paste to match. Mm. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> And if you ever do GarageBand on an iPad, it automatically loops. It's actually kind of difficult to turn it off. Oh, weird. Yeah. I wonder why. So actually, if you put it on your phone, you'd be able to do that as well. Oh, do you know the Reggie Watts app? What's the Reggie Watts app? I bought it at some point. Oh, I think I have it. I don't know if it's the Reggie Watts app, but I had one that was like just, I paid six bucks for it. Is Everyday Looper, yeah. Yep, yep, that's the one. I haven't used it since. Apparently he now uses something called Keezy. Ah. Did he make Keezy? I don't know, but Keezy's really pushing Reggie Watts, so it sounds like they like made a nap and then they forced him to be there. Oh, it looks really cool. Or they paid him a lot of money. Yeah. How much is it? I don't know. Key. Free. Z. Keezy. Free Keezy. Not the productivity one. How do you spell it? K E E Z Y. Okay. Keezy Classic. I'm sure, this is super fun for our radio <laughs> listeners. <laughs> uh, they're used to it by is, now. Is my microphone picking up the fireworks that are going on outside? No. No. Oh, cool. 
if it did, they wouldn't know which of us it was coming from because I'm sure we're all having people near us do fireworks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's why I was late. I was one of those people. <laughs> well, at least you got it out, you got out of the way before I got super late. Mm -hmm. We have the, the concerts in the park at uh, my lady's grandpa's house. And so after the concert, we did some fireworks in his driveway. And then. Nice. And then what was the concert? Tonight is Valley Concert Band because whenever it's the week of 4th of July, they have Valley Concert Band play a whole bunch of John Philip Sousa marches. Oh, cool. Cool. That's so just basically John Philip Sousa all night long. Which is great. Yeah. It's totally a way to relax and wind down. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't all sound exactly the same. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, they do. They do. It's not sarcastic. that there's so much of a march that my two year old is literally marching around the yard. <laughs> <laughs> no one told hilarious. her to. No one told her to do that at all. She just just felt it. Yeah, this nose of mine. Zach, how's your week been? Uh it's been not bad. Not bad. Manager's on vacation at work, so it's been a little bit different, but it's fine. It's fine. How about, yeah, how about you guys? Oh, fine. Also fine, yeah. I've been on vacation yeah. since Friday. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. I, uh, I timed it correctly. So I, I, months ago, I requested Friday and Monday and Tuesday off for a camping trip. And then I flexed today and tomorrow's holiday. So I won't have to go back to work until it's Friday. Nice. And then you get a weekend. Yes. Yes. Awesome. And then it'll be the last weekend of the show. And mm -hmm. then back to regular work on Monday. And my responsibilities outside of work will be greatly diminished. That's true. Temporarily. I'm least. gone. Just diminished. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you do yesterday during rehearsal? Did you go hang out with Dennis or did you leave? Yeah. Ah. We went to Chili's. <laughs> cool. And the choreographer was much appreciative because he didn't want to move around. He, Dennis, made things go a lot slower. Yes, just by being <laughs> there. Was, there was a point uh, where James guy. James went over to him and like put his hands on his shoulders and was like, "Hey, it's nine fifteen. <laughs> You're nowhere near done. You need to stop with this and just finish." <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> oh, lovely. Lovely. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> and then I had Joe Smith telling me on the side, "Hey, dude, this uh, this is not um, unusual. This is how all of Annie was." I'm like, oh, yeah. all right, good. Well, I'll get I'll get ready for that then. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the the common thread there it's because it's not really how Ed, the common thread is that he is both distracted and uh, his heart's not super in the game for yeah, the show. He doesn't care enough. Yeah. He cares, but just not, not enough. Yeah. But it'll start getting better probably now that his other show is like on. It's not rehearsing anymore. Right. It's in rep. So. Yeah. Zach, are you, uh, are you ready to make your theatrical debut? No, I never will uh, be. But you are welcome to keep asking. 
<laughs> you can ask me every uh, every episode. I give you permission you to it. And one day, one day you're gonna be like, you know what? Yes. I'll just I'll just uh, get worn down from all the asking. You'll mm-hmm. catch me when I'm super drunk one day. Or I'll just like get all of your contact information and fill out an audition slip for you and just put it in the pile. <laughs> just steal his identity. Trust me, Zach. You don't, exactly. need to, you don't need to come to auditions. You can you can get in the show. <laughs> well, that was gonna be the next thing is I just wouldn't show up to auditions. Yeah, that turns out it doesn't matter. And, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's not a requirement anymore. Apparently, also, I'd, I'd, I'd be at work. I'd be at work one night and I'd be getting a random phone number. I'd check the voicemail. Uh, yeah, you're supposed to be in this play. Where are you? Yeah. Also, and who are you? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Also, we've never met you. Why are you not here for opening night? <laughs> yeah, it's like a nightmare that I've had. <laughs> Zach, I keep getting because we've talked about how I have a, a greatly diminished um, part the, in this, where it's like they're, they're not counting on me to be there. <laughs> so I keep getting these looks um, during during rehearsals because it'll be like, okay, so we need everyone to do this, and then they'll like look there, like you, 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 uh, CJ. Actually, yeah, you don't need to do this. Like, okay. <laughs> Great. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. we'll just go sit over here and watch then. Uh-huh. I'm happy with that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, good for you. Thank you. Thank you. So come <laughs> see me. Come see me in the show. Uh, be the bartender, mostly. And yeah, possibly. Very little <laughs> else. And when does that show start? Uh, it's sometime. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, one of us should really know that. It's I don't. Like, like, know it's like that. August twenty sixth or some well, that's shit. Just so fucking long from now. You don't need to know when it starts. <laughs> yeah. Why should I know that? All right, hang on. I'll give a date. Uh, the 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 shows. This it's the sixty ninth season. Nice. Um. They don't give dates on the website. <laughs> I feel like that's counterintuitive. Right. I feel like they should. Yeah, I really should. Um, let me try and buy a ticket and see it if that gives me... It would be on the calendar for the group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Facebook group. Uh, yeah, Boy, so this is fun. I can't Listeners, buy a ticket. <laughs> we know when the show is. We're just keeping you in suspense. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll go with that, yeah. Sounds good. Maybe over here. Uh, there's that. No, I. No one knows, Zach. It's just, it's a mystery. It doesn't exist. Geography yeah. breakdown. That's not it. So we have the technical director of the theater and the assistant director of this specific show, and no one. Knows. All right, I have the calendar. Oops, not in the not the pit of conversation. <laughs> Notes. Um, I don't really like the formatting on this Google Doc. Like, it's really hard to use my phone for. August twenty eighth. Perfect. And, and opening night is August thirtieth. We knew we would figure that out Got between it. the two of us. And technology. Got it. <laughs> so fucking ready to know. <laughs> you guys ever watch Family Guy? 
I've seen to. clips, but I've never really seen the majority, like enough to say I've watched it. So there's one episode wherein Peter Griffin tries meth. Oh. And then he just goes, I am, his eyes get huge and bloodshot, and he goes, I am so fucking ready. And then he jumps up through the ceiling and, like, <laughs> runs away. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh, my God. It's funny. Uh, I am doing the best at this. <laughs> Still have that in my head. Do you guys ever end up watching uh, um, "You Should Leave" with with uh, Tim Robinson? No, no, never even heard. I vaguely remember us talking about that. It's a sketch show on Netflix. There's a um, one of the sketches. Is, oh, did we talk about that on here? We may okay. have a little yeah. bit. I found out about it from Two by Friday. Oh, okay. And then they they recently talked about this sketch, which made me watch it again, and it was so good. But it's it's a it's a uh, focus group for Ford, and they're like, "What do you guys want oh. out of a car?" And so it's just all these normal people just saying just regular bullshit things like, "Oh, Bluetooth connectivity, comfy seats." And then there's this guy who's Middle Eastern or Italian or something, and he keeps throwing out terrible suggestions like, "Uh." A steering wheel that's not going to fly off while you're driving. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and what about the size of the car? And you go, oh, too small. <laughs> no okay, room I, for a mother-in-law. I, I I didn't catch the name of it, but I do remember them talking yeah. about that now. I'm pretty sure. But there's a there's like this um, the the reason that the show is so great, and I'll ruin just this sketch, and then you can watch the rest of the show, and it, you'll still get a lot of enjoyment out of it. The reason the sketch is so great is that it's this. You think it's a sketch about a very normal um, focus group with a weird guy who keeps saying terrible things like uh, "make the car stinky," but then all <laughs> of a sudden. That guy starts turns on this other guy who's just been a normal person at the table, and starts really bullying him. Because <laughs> after the oh. he's like, "Oh, Paul, I bet you love your mother-in-law," and and he's like, yeah, <laughs> "Oh yeah, my god, I do, actually." And then he flips a bottle on the table, <laughs> like the kids do. And this is an old, old man. So he flips the bottle, and the guy like sort of flinches. And he goes, oh, you flinched. Now you have to marry your mother-in-law. And then everyone <laughs> everyone at the table just turns on that guy <laughs> right there. Oh, You're my like, God. Yeah, Paul. Because you flinched. Now you have to marry your mother-in-law. Just do it. Just marry your mother-in-law. <laughs> oh, my God. Who's the most popular here now, Paul? <laughs> and he keeps dabbing and stuff. It's great. Oh, that makes me want to watch it right now. You should. <laughs> have you guys ever done a focus group? Uh, no, I have not. Have you? I did. Yeah, in Chicago. Oh wow! <laughs> what did Couple you shape? Uh, it was more of a, a, a focus study, I guess. It was a paid, like questionnaire type deal like so one of the ones was about my asthma inhaler hmm. uh and how that was working for me and why i chose to use that one the way that i did um another one was about uh underarm deodorant <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah so find all sorts of like weird and unconventional ways to make money in a big mm. city when you have no sure, actual sure i see <laughs> 
my allergist growing up was always trying to convince my mom to put me into studies where I would like test medication. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But be paid to test out medication that wasn't um FDA approved Sanctioned yet. Sanctioned yet? Yeah. <laughs> she was always like, "No." <laughs> not gonna have my child. He's like, no, no, no. It's all right. You'd get paid. She's like, I'm not gonna have my child use some random ass medicine that you you're pretty sure works. But I think I think that doctor worked on commission for shit like that. Oh, probably. Jeez. <laughs> or he was just some weird like half evil scientist. He could, I don't know. He was he was, he was always pushing uh, it really making hard. up the meds himself. <laughs> oh. Making meds <laughs> just hand you this un- unmarked inhaler. Just trust me. Yeah. yeah. How does it feel? Do you see anything turn purple? <laughs> <laughs> it's good. That's good. What if he would have now? Here's the thing that's going to bother you. What if one of his wacky ass medications would have given you superpowers? You're right. You don't know now. I don't. You'll never know. It's too late. He knew. That's what it was. It was basically from the future, a man who had tested your genome and knew that if he could give you the right combination of weird psychotropic and physiological drugs, that you would become the next savior of mankind, and you pissed that away. How do you feel about that? Terrible. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's dead. It looks like Ah. he's dead. But his son is an allergist also. Is it his... Son with air quotes. I don't know him. It definitely doesn't look like him. This is this young man is younger than my allergist was and not as good looking. Ah, uh. had a crush on my allergist. No, I don't know. I just remembered that he was he was like a good looking guy in my memory. I can only find one blurry picture of him online. <laughs> oh, there he is. It's, you know, it, this is a safe space for you, CJ. You can admit if you had a crush on your allergist. As an you don't eight, have to. As an eight-year-old, I wanted to rail the hell out of my allergist. <laughs> good, good. Get it all out. I yeah. hoped when he wanted to put his inhaler in my mouth that it was a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. When I was in good. second grade, my... Uh, I was on a year-round education, right? So it was, you know, two months on, one month off, two months on, one month off. And right when we transitioned from first grade into second grade, our teacher uh, was climbing the underside of Half Dome and uh, slipped. And the person above him, like, knocked a flake of rock down and it smashed his skull into a bunch of pieces. Oh, my God. I mean, he was alive, you know, Mm. but so we had to have a long-term sub. Yeah. Uh, and her name was Mrs. Panko, spelled like pancake, but with an O instead of a cake. Okay. Uh, and she was very pretty, like too pr- pretty to really be a teacher or like really be a, a real person. Um, and so we, she was reading to us one day, and my best friend Andy, and uh, was sitting right in front of her and like couldn't resist the temptation to just like reach out and like pet her leg. Oh. <laughs> oh <my laughs> she was reading so she just like stops and was like oh hello andy are you are you touching my leg and he was like yes i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) what grade did you say that was second uh okay so so it was it was pretty chaste (laughs) it was but he just like he was overcome with that urge to just like one just one finger just pat her on the leg (laughs) because hey andy (laughs) 
Yeah. Hi, are you, are you touching my leg? Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> that weirdly got him mad points with all of the girls in our class, though. What? Weirdly. Why? Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I, I've got the connection there, but like, they, it didn't make anybody like shy away from him. They were just like, "Oh, Andy's mature." <laughs> like Andy's like touching a lady's leg, or I don't. I have no idea. He's petting okay. this grown woman's leg, so he's obviously uh, someone that we need to pay attention to and follow. Yeah, he knows what's what. That guy. Yeah, he knows how to treat a woman. See, you say that, but I pet my wife's leg all the time. Right, and it wins you points with all the other wives. But maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly done in the privacy of our home. Well, I mean, maybe you need to start bringing it up more into the public sphere. To, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I would say don't tell Christine I said that, but she'll find out eventually. Eventually. Apparently she's several weeks behind because she's too good for uh, us. Uh, <laughs> okay, because friend of the show, James, was asking when the next one is going to come out. Hmm. Comes out every Friday. <laughs> you know, not to be rude to our listeners, but... We've been pretty good. Now, I could see like a few months ago asking because yeah. there for a while. We got real sketchy. It was pretty. Yeah. We were pretty mainly, lackadaisical with it. But He mainly asked what day we record on. Uh, oh. I was like, well, it's supposed to be Sunday, but it's often not on Sunday. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's less often on Sunday than it is on other days. Yeah. <laughs> but Sunday's a good starting point because then we have from Sunday until Friday. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then the, yeah, it narrows as, as we go. Mm-hmm. I feel like we, we could go back to Sundays. doesn't make sense not to. Now that Game not, of Thrones is over. Not this coming Sunday, but other Sundays. Well, right, because we'll be busy. Although I feel like it's not going to be, be that big of a strike. Because yeah. a lot of the stuff is being kept for the juniors. And for other people. Oh. Not the stairs. Dude. I was going to say, did you relinquish the stairs? No. <laughs> it's looking for. Zach, there's this huge set piece, this enormous set piece. Yeah. It's it's so big. It is um it's over 10 feet high. It's probably 12 feet high. It's probably 14 feet long and it's at least 10 feet wide with its with its hole cuz it's a weird shape. But if you're going to turn it into like a rectangular prism, then think of that. So it's huge. Okay. And this person's like, oh, yeah, we're going to borrow it. We'll, we'll bring a truck. It's like, well, no. Even if we could get it outside, which we can't because every single door is 10 feet high. Even if we could get it outside, it's not fitting on a truck. Who's going to pick this up? No one. Yeah, unless you have like a flatbed for moving car. Unless you have a flatbed and two forklifts. Because yeah. it's, it's not structurally sound enough to like go up a little at a time. Uh, and she was also <laughs> claiming that it, it was actually hers. And so... <laughs> that was the best part. That was the best when part. When she asked to borrow something, states that she's 90% positive it's actually hers from another show that she did years ago that somebody else built. It's like, <laughs> no, you asshole, first yeah, of all. Yeah, that's, that's, not when, the way. that's when I get mad because it's like... No, motherfucker. I built that entire thing alone <laughs> from, scr- from scratch. You ask. There used to be nothing, and then I created a huge curved staircase. 
no, it's not yours. And how dare you say it is? Yeah. It almost would have been like more permissible to ask if you didn't fucking include that yep. little bit, yep. right? Like it's a really cool staircase. I'd love to use it. Okay, like I yeah. get that. Oh, but it's a really cool staircase. I'm pretty sure it's mine. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> so James, that night I was so mad that night. I was livid. And in addition, she mentioned it to you, so you had primed me. Then four to five different people she had texting me asking if she could borrow it. And so I had to tell each of oh, them, no, no, no. And then one of them was like, can I give her your number? And I was said, sure. I've given her my number like three to four times over the course yeah, of the years. So but whatever. So then she texts me this big, long thing. And it starts with, hey, CJ, just some nice work at SCT. Loved the stairs. And then <laughs> launched into her request for borrowing them. <laughs> and so then I was like cool so the way I, I was like I went through like all the reasons why she couldn't have it and then at the end I, I put but I've heard from several people tonight that it reminds you of some set piece that you own so I hope that'll work for you yeah I hope you find that one good luck <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great that's brilliant oh my god I really wish I could have been there fly on the wall for that conversation it was mostly me getting mad and wandering around my house while my wife did the hard work of playing with our daughter <laughs> that I was supposed to be using or like doing. Like the nerve. Yeah. Yes. God damn it. And then another text would come in someone else. To oh, the point it, where you just want to post on Facebook, enough of the stairs. Yeah. No one gets them. Everyone shut up. Oh, another thing was that she listed two people who uh, do not have the ability to give her permission, but she was like, I cleared it with these two people. Like, oh, cool. <laughs> Maybe next <laughs> yeah, time you should talk to clear. anyone who can make that decision. Yeah, the people yeah. that actually have the ability. Yeah, it's James, she's, she said that she cleared it with Karen F. and Alex F. Yeah, no. Also, <laughs> I specifically told her that you were the dude to talk to then. Yeah. So that. That's funny. Yeah, she cleared it with them. Also, is Alex F. using it for... He's directing the junior show. Like, yes. how does he not know yeah. that it's being... He was whatever. the best one about it. He was the guy who mostly just stayed out of it. Yeah, well... And he just was like, hey, she has a question for you. Can I give her your number? And I said, yes. <laughs> sneaky. Sneaky. Mm -hmm. She has a question. Not mm -hmm. a request. A question. Yep. Zach, and so... the other one has no connection oh. to anything. Zach, if this were your story, it would be like someone coming up and saying, um, I need to borrow your medicine scale, and I cleared it with the cart boy cashier. and I one of the cashiers. <laughs> cart boy. <laughs> cart boy. Farmer Fran said that I could have it. Farmer Fran. So is that okay? Farmer Fran in Guadalupe what? said, please, you can you can take it, anything you need. So why don't you go ahead and give that to me? <laughs> like and also, it looks like mine anyways. So. <laughs> yeah, it looks like mine anyways. Oh my God. Uh, no. <laughs> How many different ways can I tell you no about this? Because there's like, a I lot. Feel like, like adding that it looks like hers was a preface to you're not getting it back if yeah. you do let me have it. Right. <clears throat> Asshole. <sighs> At least you know that you produce good work. Apparently. That, people are trying like to steal yeah. it from me. <sighs> yeah. And then no then then uh Lyndon is 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 borrowing several pieces. 
within reason. They're doing it within reason. That's fair. I feel bad for them because I hear this is their last one. Well, I hope that it is. Me too. I mean, not that I, you know, anybody who's listening to this show who's connected to Lyndon, like, you know, I get it. You don't want a thing to die, but like it should have died already. <laughs> yeah. You want to get out of its misery. Yeah. Yeah. So, Zach, did you have to house it for your folks? Did I have to house it? Or for did them? you? No. Did you? Did you? I. I um, baby, I went over there um, a couple days to give the dog company because she is a um, dumbass animal that likes to get into shit mm. if she's left alone for too long and is very good at uh, solving any sort of puzzle that we put in her way to stop her from getting into the shit. Ah. Specifically the pantry. We can close it any manner manner of way and if the right hair gets up our ass, she'll open it. Open the pantry. That's so funny. Yeah, so that she can bury the food. Not eat it, but bury it. <laughs> In what the rice, like the, no, the bag of rice, like carrying it outside. Yeah, she'll she'll take different things from the pantry oh, and then bury it outside. I thought you meant she was burying the food in the pantry. Oh no, I, I wouldn't care so much if she just like took the you know thing of bread and just put it under other things in the pantry. Right, save but it it's from, yeah. She takes your food out and yeah. saves it for later. It's, it's more like really put you know a loaf of. Yeah, it was funny the first time. <laughs> yeah. It gets old, I'm sure. And that's a long you know, trip. Because doesn't she have to like take the bread out and then walk all the way down the hall, then through the, the thing, and then through the garage, and then around the house, and like that whole deal? Well, yeah, and she'll, she'll get like four things in four different spots. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, you'll have like one, one uh, little planter will have, you know, the loaf of bread. And then another planter will have, um, like, a, a bag of chips or something. Um, and another planter will have someone's shoe that got left out. Uh. And then another <laughs> planter will have the jar of peanut butter. <laughs> and then in the bushes somewhere in some soft dirt will have something else. Oh. Huh. My dog does this with uh, treats. If you ever give my dog a treat that takes a while like a bone or whatever, she'll have it for a while and then she'll go bury it and then she'll never find it again. And that's just, that's why we don't give her treats usually because it's just like no point in it. I wonder yes. if my dogs would do that if they had access, ready access to like a yard yard. See, it, it, it all depends on the dog because this dog of mine is the first dog I've ever had that buried things. Ah. I think. She also just likes to yeah. dig. She's She gets um. excited and then she starts just digging a hole. So we have to keep gravel in the backyard now because then she just... She, she, all of a sudden there's this huge hole and then my kid's running outside and then falls down because there's just a <laughs> sudden hole <laughs> she didn't know to look out for. So, <laughs> so we fill them in with gravel because she's less likely to continue to dig the hole. But on a note, on a related note, if you get her to run on gravel, it actually will uh, trim her nails, keep oh, them uh, not not scratchy. That's good because she's got some she's got some nails on her. Huh, huh, 
I just heard a slurp. Mm. What are we? What are we drinking tonight? I am. Oh, that wasn't me. Oh, really? Oh shit! Wasn't me. What's <laughs> not me? <laughs> we have a ghost in here with us. Who's here? Some dumbass ghosts. Some dumbass um, ghosts. Well, I started off with. Um, I still had some of the. A Thousand Stories Cabernet. Uh, so I'm finishing that up and then I'm moving on to a red blend that I got at Bevmo. I bought it for someone to was five cent wine, so I got a bottle for me. Because mm-hmm. um, that's almost what I always do. Well, either, that for daddy. Or, either that or I'll get a five cent wine and I'll have two gifts for people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so now everyone knows my secret. If yep. I got you a bottle of wine, it's most likely from Bevmo because it was on the five cent sale. I'll tell you what, I don't mind. I'm not insulted. Yeah, thank you. Um, so uh, it's too dark in the room to see who makes it, but the name on the bottle is See No Evil. See No Evil a, or Pino Evil? See No Evil. Okay. But C is spelled like the, like a ocean body of water. Isn't there one oh. that's Seven Deadly Zins? Yes. I, I haven't started that one same. yet, so I'll let you, the thousand stories as good as always. And okay. once I start the red blend, I'll let you know how that is. All right. What you got, James? Uh, I have been drinking Larceny. Yeah. Two shots at once again. I think I'm Oof. about ready for for two, which is actually number three and four for counting. Is your lady involved at that? She is. Huh. I was going to, I couldn't, I didn't know where you were. I was going to try and get you guys to come with me to Basil's last night, but it sounds like you were at Chili's. During rehearsal. Yeah. Yes. Dennis and I went to. Cause there was, the, there was a point. We Jen, Jenny and I both got out in the earliest group. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, she was still, cause we got back and she was still there oh. working on stuff. Oh, then you may have been in his office or something. I don't know. I couldn't find you guys. So then I didn't invite you. <laughs> that is fair. It's kind of one of those in-person things. Yep. I still I can't read Dennis as far as like, I don't know when it's appropriate for me to drink on the job. Um, I think last night was fine. Well, yeah. And as the assistant director, I really have no fucking yeah. real responsibilities here. Like he is not a man who needs an assistant. He's only doing it as a solid so that I can eventually direct. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird because it's because he's not a drinker. He's not looking for the opportunity and just being like, okay, now is the time. Right. I will right. have one. Cause he's not, he's just not going to have one. He can throw him back though. He just doesn't on a regular. Right. Right. This is what's weird. Yeah, he had quite a bit the other night. Not quite a bit. <laughs> he had more than two. Absolutely sloshed backstage, just drinking wine, drinking Spanker's fucking Zin, and just like hooting and hollering at people and like hugging everybody. Like he was, <laughs> he was in rare form on Saturday. No, at the last Willie Awards. Oh, oh, yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens this time. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He is of the mind that we shouldn't do them. Yeah, he'll find himself out of a job pretty quickly. <laughs> I don't know. Like the, like yeah, like I see what you're saying, but also like. 
all he really has to do is be like, okay, well, you guys make them then, yeah. right? Like, look at all of the money. You keep cutting out. I'm just going to say I'm not sure if I lost you there, James, or if we both did. The Willies, Zach, are uh, – were you talking? No, like, you you, I, you keep cutting out. We don't know what you've been saying for the last you, you minute or so. You cut out for a good – yeah, a good, like, 30 seconds. Like, complete Son cut out bitch. and then intermittent for, like, 30 seconds before that. See, because I've got you guys cutting out. I wonder if it's my computer. Uh-oh. Oh. I know. But what is this nonsense? Goddamn technology. <laughs> yeah. So the Willie Awards, Zach, are largely a circle jerk for people who have participated in theater throughout the year. It's a um, retrospective on the season to celebrate all of the people who volunteered their time to make sure that, that there was there were shows on stage. And so yes. the the way to dress up having a nice retrospective evening about what you've done over the last year is that people, they give out awards for who did the best, like an Oscars thing. Okay. Yes. And there are some parts of the awards that I fully agree with, like the volunteer awards and the board awards, but like the ones that are about like the best actor, I'm like, that's kind of circle jerky, yes, right? It like it's, it's all subjective and it's all like, you know, who's going to fucking blow this guy, you know, versus who's going to blow that guy. Um, and especially when you have like, because the, the whole system is flawed. Like there's lot, there's often one actor who is the only person in that category for three or four different shows. So it's like, okay, so you're going to win, mm-hmm. but for what show did we think was your best work? Mm-hmm. Right. Which is again, subjective. Cause how do you judge that? Like script versus like blocking versus, you know, costumes, you know, the same thing with the technical awards. Like it's largely one or two people for the same category for every show. Less often now. Yes. Now. Yes. Thankfully. Well, I don't know the customers customers. Yeah. But I just, the, uh, the set thing that's, that has changed now. Yes. Yes. Very recently. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I'm only up for one in each category. Right on. It's not me versus me versus one person and then me versus one person. <laughs> Things can actually happen. Yeah, but the the awards, I'm learning how to make them. And um, it's not as hard as people think. And it's not as time intensive as people think. Right now it's time intensive because I'm learning it. Once I learn it, I can be just shitting these things out a little bit at a time over the course of a year and it's not going to cost anyone anything. Right. Right. And that's fair. You see, cause to hear him talk, it's like this special kind of wood and <clears throat> the resin and the sandblasting. And it's a special kind of glue that holds everything together. And it's a plaque. And I'm like, okay, that's but true like I, of his I process. But as <clears throat> I am learning it, I'm also discovering ways to cut a corner here and there because you because there's no there's no need for all of this the wood is literally an african import okay it only exists in the southeastern what do you call that a quadrosphere sure like in the southern hemisphere but in the eastern part of the southern hemisphere this wood is that's where this wood exists so yeah we don't need to use that wood we can use other wood why is it that wood it's a really nice wood. I mean, if you ever... Do you have a willy? 
and it looks great. But that's, like that's not a stain. That's uh, just okay. how that wood looks. Uh, I gotcha. Understood. But like that seems like it would be pretty expensive. Yes. However, it also you get a lot for not a lot of wood. Okay, I mean that's fair. I got. I'm getting more than we need for all of this year's awards out of two 14 foot beams. Okay. All right. I mean, that's, that's less than, than what I was expecting. Yeah. Like, like it costs less based on that than what I was expecting. Right. I don't know how much it would cost. (laughs) (laughs) Even then like two, you know, 14 foot beams. Like you'd think that you would need much more than that. Right. Um, it's not terrifically expensive. Do we, as a theater, have a sandblaster? No. We could get one, though. And now we have a reason to. That's not a good enough reason to go to my boss. <laughs> no, but, but think about the other applications for a sandblaster. There are plenty of other applications, you're right. <clears throat> Zach, does your dad have a sandblaster? No idea. Okay. <laughs> Zach's dad is quite the woodworker, and he's got himself a pretty, pretty decent setup. Uh, no, I don't believe he does. Not anymore. It right now. Oh, no, it's sandblaster. Okay, I thought you were thought you were doubting your father's oh, no, no, woodworking no, 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 abilities. No, 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 no. <laughs> the sandblaster. I googled yeah. what it what it looks like, and I've never. You'd know. You'd know. It's a cabinet with gloves in it. Yeah. Really, I thought it was a nozzle. It's a nozzle. I guess, really, the sandblaster is the nozzle, but you cannot use the nozzle without putting it inside of a cabinet with gloves attached. Because otherwise you'll fuck up everything. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're yeah. blasting sand all over the place. No, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, the wood actually isn't that expensive. I've, uh, I've been wanting to get into woodworking. You should do it. Always. I mean, yeah, you know, thanks. <laughs> Zach, what would your hobby be? What do you mean? If you had infinite time and you could just pick anything in the world. Probably coding. He, he I think Zach loves Python. <laughs> coding, I mean, yeah. I, I, I have no desire currently, but if I had unlimited time, I'm sure I would some point and get into something like that i don't know there's nothing really that i would think of that i don't already do that i wouldn't just do more what about painting little lead men <laughs> no <laughs> doing uh, like little resin scenery no like i was i was meaning like, d figures yeah yeah i got yeah like, sure no sure. i that i would never do that i'll leave i'll, I'll leave merlin to do that yeah yeah, yeah. No, I'd probably just read more, play more games, watch more TV, hike more. But I don't know. I no desire to like do a physically creative type hobby. Not physically creative. Like I said, I'd probably go outdoors a lot more and hike more if I had more time. But nothing that I don't know to do. Can you get your hour of coding in while you're hiking? <laughs> uh, Hike coding, code hiking, code hiking. You know, maybe if you had like a a good, uh, I, I don't know. I'm sure there'd be a way to, like on maybe like a tablet with good, like a uh, service or a good, know. yeah, a good cellular connection or something. Yeah, 
that has a tray on it for his laptop to sit on. <laughs> Just have like a big, a big desk, a big, it's a walking desk. Is that a thing? I bet Bloody that's a thing. Walking desk. <laughs> Tra- travel desk. Hiking desk. We need to invent this, you guys. Well, there's the walking desk like all the nurses use in the hospitals now. Sure. There's a sure. treadmill desk. Sure. A lot of pictures of people uh, pretending like they're happy standing on a treadmill desk. <laughs> oh, here you go. Amazon.com. We're going to go old school pit of conversation here with the Thorium portable walking safety laptop desk harness with cleaning brush. Wow. It's 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 uh, goes around your neck, little straps. So you can be a cool guy just wandering around typing on your laptop. It goes around your neck. It goes around your neck. It's just a strap that goes around your neck. Why, when I search "walking desk harness," do I get pictures of boots and sandals? I don't know. <laughs> hmm. It's just uh, you know taking cues from your search history. Yeah. Oh, those Zach, you're a desktop man, right? Uh, yeah. How do we get you a desktop? Walk around with desktop oh computer. Oh god. Let's see what we get. Oh look, <laughs> looks like I'm gonna have to hit the gym. Yeah. I see pictures of a desktop be... computer walking. It's just a little cartoon. That's gonna be heavy. Well no, it's see it's walking itself, so you don't need to worry about it. Oh. It's got it's got its own legs. I was thinking, like, I'm strapping the computer to my back, and then I have a tray in front of me with the monitor and the and the keyboard. Oh, I see how we game the system here, Zach. Um, how do we game I'm the seeing system? I'm seeing a VR headset that's about four times larger than a human head. Okay. You don't actually have to walk if your computer makes you think you're walking. Ooh. Well, then I would still need. I would still need something like a uh, treadmill like surface. Oh, you'll still need the treadmill absolutely. But uh you'll think you're outside. Ah, there you go. And and you need an assistant to like throw rocks on your treadmill so that you can trip sometimes. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are you are you like uh impl- you know hinting that you would like to be that assistant? I would love to be hired by you, Zach. I need I need oh, some good. extra cash and you I need to throw like, rocks at me. And I feel like you need someone to th- punch you in the face and throw rocks at you good oh man this next power hour is going to be eventful we'll just switch it like one throws rocks and one punches in the face and then I'll just sit there and cry because it's too much like my childhood (laughs) oh no I found a catwalk mini treadmill catwalk catwalk mini treadmill yeah it's like a disc type thing that like straps you in so you can't fall, but it lets you walk in any direction. Oh, weird. That's super hmm. weird. looks like it's mostly for VR. Yeah. I, think, I so, think I've seen that before. Yeah. And there's one where it has a, has a harness on you. <laughs> this is the thing about VR is that you look so stupid. On the outside, yeah. On the outside. If anyone wandered into a room and saw you doing stuff, you just... <laughs> Especially if everything's in the headphones, so it's just yeah. the silent room, except for, like, the sound of you moving and, like, panting. Yeah, and occasionally you just go like, oh, shit! <laughs> that reminds me of... It, it, I can't remember, I think it... 
I don't remember if it's the most recent episode, uh, season of Always Sunny or not, but they have a uh, uh, one of the episodes part part of the like little uh, plot they have going on is that two of the characters are really into uh, VR, and there's the, starts off the episode with two of them just walking around the bar like idiots doing stuff like that, just periodically. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> At this point, that's all it is. My apologies to all the people out there who love VR. Have fun, guys, I guess. What's the thing? Actually, What's the big system? The Oculus? Yeah, I actually have yeah. one for my PlayStation, but I never use it. Yeah, yeah, I did the, the little demo. from. Yeah. Uh, I bought it to mostly play horror games, and it turns out I'm too, I, I get too anxious playing horror games with them. <laughs> it's pretty spooky, because I went through like the demo thing of, uh, what, what was the zombie one? Oh, uh, probably a Resident Evil. Yeah, so where the came in. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty spooky. Yeah, it's those it's games pretty... scare me though. Without the like being surrounded. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, that's the thing. Like they are like they already do a good job at making me anxious when I play games like that. That, but then like, ooh, I'm gonna up the up yeah. the level by doing it in VR, and then. Before, like, oh, just, yeah, especially if you do, like, I have a pair of good headphones, so I put those in, so it's uh, pretty much cancels out any noise from the outside, so you're just fully immersed, and then the way the sounds go with it, it's really good at making things sound like they're behind you and shit, mm-hmm. it's, it does a pretty good job tricking your brain. Have you guys ever done the virtual haircut? Have we talked about the virtual haircut? Uh-uh. You should try it sometime with a good set of headphones. You can find it on YouTube or whatever. It's um, it's probably ten years old at this point. It's the people who figured out whatever the algorithm is to make it seem like people are behind you and stuff. Early on, okay. it was they they put out all these things where they were just doing tests, and so the virtual haircut is it's a it's a fun one because they were they were just testing out how it would seem. So then it just you put on your headphones and it seems like you are getting it absolutely feels like you can almost feel the clippers and stuff um because of how good it is they call it i think they said the algorithm is satara because the the barber whispers it in your ear at one point they put a a plastic bag over your head at some point but it's interesting because you can hear all the things that they're testing it like there's one where they just shake a, a box of matches around your head all different places. I love shit like that. And yeah, I, that... I think the way they figured it out was they put dual microphones in a styrofoam head and they put the microphones in the ears. If I recall correctly. Satara? That sounds like an uh, antidepressant. Let's try Virtual Haircut by Lovely Virus. Or, oh, a lot of people stole it. This is the one I listened to. Anyway, yeah, it's cool. Hmm. Yeah, I, I have a, a tab open on YouTube to check that out after we're done. Published yep. May 5th, 2007. Okay, I got it. Virtual Barbershop. Yeah, virtual barbershop. That's right. 
It's pretty cool. There's a guy playing guitar the whole time. Hmm. Did I ever tell you guys about the thing in San Francisco called the Audium? No. Wait, oh, is this the club where everyone has headphones? Nobody has headphones. It's a room full of speakers. Oh, it's the opposite. (laughs) Yeah, so you're in this dome, and it's pitch black, except for there's a conductor in the middle. And so you're sitting, like, all around this conductor in, like, stadium-type seating. And there were, when I went, there were 177 speakers, uh, big and small, covering the walls of this dome. Oh my god! And uh, it's a it's a sound experience. Hmm. Okay, so like the the conductor has gathered a bunch of clips of sounds, and some of them have music, some of them aren't. Uh, but he plays the sound, and it immerses you in this experience because since there's no light in the room, but the sound is like literally everywhere. Uh-huh. Like you hallucinate oh. you. you like so, like I was there, and then all of a sudden, a parade was going on around me, and you could hear people walking and eating popcorn and like laughing, and little kids like you know crying. And then, like at one point, he actually he didn't have the settings correctly on it, and something happened, and it, it created this weird, like brown note, and it was just like whoa, but it ended up making me kind of sick, hmm. like physically, like I was like you know, like I'm having a hard time. Mm-hmm. Like my stomach was upset and I was a little like having a hard time breathing. And he like toned it back. And then afterwards he like apologized. He was like, yeah. So, um, he's like, my settings were a little bit off on that. So I apologize to any of you who were sensitive and, and may have gotten a little bit sick. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I thought that was all in my head. What? So, but no, it was, it was really trippy. Huh? Huh? Yeah. So is it like pitch black in there? It is like there's glow tape on the ground and the conductor has like a, a faint red light in his area. But like if you just look up, it's pitch black. Like here it the, the you know, the walls are all black and there's no like outside light coming in. Um so but like it's you know, clear cut aisleways, so like if you have a hard time and you need to leave, like you can get out and you can follow the glow tape and like sure, leave. Sure. But, oh okay. But huh. yeah. It was pretty intense. Like like visually hallucinated just be based on the sound that I was hearing. Yeah. So the the when you when you guys get your haircut, um, it helps if you have your eyes closed, like you fully get it. But even with your eyes <laughs> open, it still is like where? Wait, I just felt someone touch my arm, or you know that kind of thing. <laughs> um, you ever heard of one of those restaurants where they they keep all the lights off so that you like your food better? No. This is the thing. You dine in the dark because then all of your other senses aren't really working and you can just smell and taste. I feel like that's just an excuse to give you ugly food. Right? Then we don't have to work on the presentation. Yeah. According to every cooking show I've ever watched, the most important things are taste, presentation, and does it remind me of a thing? Well, this is just in Cutthroat Kitchen. And it better remind me of an egg sandwich. Right. Thank you, Jet Tila. <laughs> That's how he always Hey, hey, another Cutthroat Kitchen fan. <laughs> for us, that's a nice, easy show. There's just no oh, stakes oh, yeah. for us. Just sit there and watch 20 minutes of Cutthroat Kitchen. And we love Alton Brown. Oh, dude, you can't go wrong. <laughs> you ever seen and that like, one, Zach? Mm-mm. 
some of the challenges that he comes up with, it's like, you are an evil man. Yeah. So it's a cooking show where they invite on three or four. I don't remember how many. I think it's four at the beginning. Four chefs who are pretty low tier. Like the Midgley's guy was on this. Oh, okay. And um, they can win. It's not even a lot of money. 25000 Yeah, but so they they all get stacks of $25,000 at the beginning of the show. But they have to bid. He'll do like auctions on sabotages. And so they have to either buy a sabotage or get sabotaged. And yeah. so they walk with whatever money they have left at the end of it. Right. So he auctions off every time he auctions off two sabotages and they can be, they can be things like you're going to make an egg sandwich. And so he, um, you, he confiscates your bread. And yeah. So now you have or to make an egg sandwich. So you have to, or you have like super long utensils, like four foot long, uh, knife, like a, a little knife that's on an extender that's four foot long and you have to stand up on this tall platform and you can only use that as your station. Like it's, or it's weird all stuff. Or pots it, and it can, pans except all for this done. one it's little skillet. Yeah. Or this one weird like spiral cut thing that I have yeah. made. Yeah. So, and, and it's all, it, like James says, it's all very possible. And the, the, the cool thing, because Alton Brown is Alton Brown and he's Mr. Science cooker, he'll almost always turn to the camera and, critique how yeah. they get yeah. over their sabotage like if i were this person i yeah. would have done this this and this and then everything would have been fine but instead they're doing this so let's see how it goes i want to watch a test show like right. a, a test right. kitchen of that how they test <laughs> all the sabotages yeah and then then they have a judge come in who has he's they, they're always like and he doesn't know about your sabotages he doesn't care he's he just coming in and he's going all. to judge your egg sandwich yeah, on three things. Does it taste good? <laughs> does the presentation and does it remind me of this fucking thing that yeah. you're supposed to make? Yeah. I like Antonio Lafaso. It's it's been a little while, so I only remember Jet. He's the kind of heavier Italian lady. Not heavier, like that's the wrong word. He's like she's he's a, a Oh shit, it's a she. Oh, 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 tall one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's good. Zach, what's like, your favorite? What's your favorite cooking show? Uh, really, the only one I've ever watched at any time with any regular regularity was Kitchen Nightmares. Mm. I used to really like Kitchen Nightmares, but it's been a while since I've watched any like food shows. We've fallen in love with uh, Master Chef. Yeah, since yeah, I've, I hear nothing but good things about that one. Well, and it's because. MasterChef got smart and they followed the viewers and um, now basically they only ever do home cooks or children. Oh, right, because that's all we care about. Because when they were doing MasterChef with all professional chefs, it was like it you didn't care so much. But when it was all people who were not professional chefs, it was like this guy's a firefighter and this dude's a teacher and stuff like that. And so then it's just people who liked to cook at home but who were good at it because they still had to fight their way in. Um, yeah, so anyway, MasterChef. MasterChef Home Cooks or MasterChef Junior are both I would recommend. Nice. You know I, one of the Annie was on MasterChef Junior? One of the kids from Annie was on MasterChef Junior? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wait huh. a minute. Yeah, no, her name is Allie... Something. <laughs> I don't know. Allie something. Because I've watched every. She Master made it Chef pretty TV. far. She didn't win, but she, she was like in the top like three or four, I think. 
I've watched every single Master Shooter. Not Malia. She's just on the other thing. Well, now, Master Chef Junior. Should I look up Stockton? Uh, maybe. Two hundred old from New Hall. Where's New Hall? Oh, it's Malia. We're back to Malia. It's not Malia, right? Nope. Okay. It was Allie. While you guys look, I do realize I slightly lied in that I haven't watched a TV show, but I have watched um, a couple of YouTube channels that do cooking videos. Okay, Ooh. I mean, that's fair. Have you watched Weber Cooks? No. You, um, should, try, you should try out Weber Cooks. Um, <laughs> God. <laughs> it's, it's a guy who's a sex offender. Who tells you how to make really normal things. And it's not a bit. It's just, it's very earnest. They're just doing a cooking show. It's really high quality. It's really w- filmed very well. But it's just like this dead-eyed guy who, if you check in the comments, it turns out he's a child molester or something. He's like, here's here's how you make uh, chili dip. And then he like opens a can and pours chili in a bowl, and then he puts cheese on it, and then he microwaves it for three minutes. Yeah, he's microwaving <laughs> spaghetti right now. <laughs> what the, the 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 top comment on YouTube right now is? If you're in danger, blink twice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like there's someone off camera holding a gun, and I'm saying, make this fucking spaghetti. But uh, the the biggest icing on the cake is it's called Weber Cooks. He's got a totally different name. I don't know what his name is. It ain't Weber. So with Chef Stephen Reed is what it says. Stephen Reed. <laughs> this is Weber Cooks. I don't know who Weber is. <laughs> Who's Weber? I don't know. Almost makes me want to watch it. Who is Weber? <laughs> Look up chili and cheese nacho dip. That's a good one. Oh, and then he'll run you through how many people it will feed and how much it costs you per person. Oh my god. Dude, that's the type of shit I need to know, Weaver. <laughs> Weaver cooks a rice aroni. That's just that. Oh my god. <laughs> it's him with a he, table he looks and a like microwave. He's dead inside. He does look dead inside. Oh, oh man. Oh, it's see and James, here you go. Once you get into it, I just saw here on my Google search, I helped film Weaver Cooks ask me anything on Reddit. Oh <laughs> boy. Oh Okay. No. So it was actually Chopped Junior, not Master Chef ah, Junior. Okay. The name is Allie Holtz. Well, I never saw her. She played Pepper in Annie. I would have had to see Annie to know what the hell that means. But I saw the kids a lot. Oh, I remember this kid. That's the one that I figured it was. Okay, cool. Good for her. <laughs> Weber Cooks. Weber. Oh, is it Weber Grill? Like, is he? It's Weber or it's, Weber? It's it's Weber, and apparently it was because it was it was from out of the student-run television station at Weber State University in Utah. Okay, okay, okay. That's what's is this Weber. pre or post his conviction? It is post. It's a great know your meme page if you want to watch it i've thank you by the way for introducing me to uh 
awful taste but great execution. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I frequent that now fairly often. Oh. And every now and again, there'll be like a cross post between that and what is this thing? Right. <laughs> and I'm like, I love this. Once they figure out what it is, they go, huh, well, that yeah. sucks. Yeah. Oh, apparently there's a subreddit called Not Tim and Eric, where there he was. Okay. And that's where Weber Cooks got really, that's like how I heard about it, because it became a meme. So someone put it on not Tim and Eric because it totally seems like a Tim and Eric bit. Like just this guy microwaving a can of spaghetti and then telling me about it. <laughs> That's Dr. Steve Brule. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> That's what that fucking is. Yeah. Oh, oh Stephen Reed. Oh, it's intended to instruct college students on how to create simple meals with a microwave. Okay, so it does everything it's supposed to, but out of context, just being shown this video, it's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I was, I was, I was reading that Reddit thread that you pointed out. Yeah. The, 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 um, when he was doing the spaghetti and he had the pool of water and he was draining it, did you read the Reddit thread at all? No. Just now? He had nothing underneath to dump the water into. So instead of doing a cut, doing a cut and doing a second take, he just drained it onto the ground. <laughs> just drained this hot water all over the ground. Oh my god! Oh, Jesus Stephen Christ. Reed. Oh my god! He's dead oh. now. Rest in peace, Stephen Reed. Oh, wow. is he? Yeah, that's what I that's mm. what I hear. Okay. Well, I believe you. My name is Stephen Reed, and this is Weber Cooks. <laughs> oh, they they have tryouts apparently. Open tryouts for the next Weber Cooks. Oh, to be a new Weber, huh? Oh boy, I want to be a oh, Weber. God. So what happens when you die? Apparently, they just replace you with the younger, <laughs> spicier version of you. I hear there's a, I don't know if there's they... a girl around here who knows how to cook. They should be no, just a young girl. Yeah. They should replace the child molester with a child. And then they'll have come full circle. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's dark. We just took it to a dark place, you guys. Yeah. Well, I closed all my tabs, so now I'll pay attention to what you guys are saying. Hmm. <laughs> well, it... <laughs> I feel honored somehow. <laughs> That's supposed to be, on paper, that's supposed to be what I do every week, is I just sit here and I chat and I make notes. But instead, wow. Zach has made all of the notes, and I've been <laughs> <laughs> looking around on the internet. Oh, my notes, and my notes are pretty lacking, especially yeah. the tags. Yeah. That's and some right. of the other stuff, I was like, hmm, we stopped talking about this 20 minutes ago, and I don't remember how in detail we got, so here goes a very, very big... You got, got Weber Cooks in there, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Well, um, I had a news hour. Supposedly, Mississippi felt it was necessary to pass a law saying that you can't call n- non-meat burgers veggie burgers. What? You can't what? label your product as burger, veggie burger, or vegan hot dog because people are too dumb to read veggie burger and not assume it has meat in it. Oh, this is like the almond milk thing where they can't call yes. it almond milk anymore. Now it's like almond so beverage. people getting upset because they think that they're getting a burger 
with the hamburger says, meat, and it's not. And so, even fuck though them. it says veggie burger. What? So, what do you have to call it? Patty? I don't know. Veggie I'm patty. To see. Vegan patty. <laughs> Vegan sandwich. I just saw the headline, and there's a lull in the lull in yeah. the talks. No, it's good. That's let's talk. Let's throw that out. Let's throw talk that out. Boca burgers. I love a Boca burger. I have honestly never tried the Beyond Meat burger. I want to. The Impossible burger. No, well, maybe there's Beyond and Impossible. The one that bleeds like a regular burger, but it's all plant matter. Isn't that impossible? Maybe it's both. One one is supposed to, I think, be more similar than the other. I tried one at Cast Iron, but I don't remember which one. That being an impossible burger. Those are going around town. So all the all the yeah. different or restaurants that think that they are high end are trying to outdo each other on the impossible burger. So there you go. There's some shade thrown at. Uh... So impossible is on a restaurant menu. Beyond meat, you can buy at the store. Okay. Uses pea protein instead of soy protein. Pea protein. Yes, P-E-A, not P-E-E. Well, either way, it sounds gross. <laughs> the, but the Impossible the, is the one that bleeds. Oh, okay. That's the, yeah, I think that is the one I had at Cast Iron. It, Which it wasn't bad. Beet extract. Because that one wasn't the... bad. I just It's one of those things where I really like, like veggie uh, burgers, but normally okay. if I want something that tastes like meat, I'll just have a meat have hamburger a meat. for once in six months yeah, yeah. like i love it's a like, boca burger i don't eat a boca burger and go yeah it's almost like a hamburger because it's not it's its own yeah, thing I, it's then it tastes good because if your yeah, like, thing is they, let's try and make this taste like meat it seems like maybe you're solving the wrong problem it's like maybe you should just have the meat like very once in a while mm-hmm. i don't know i can understand wanting to not use animal products if your thing is like eth- ethically trying to avoid animal products but yeah. I'm like I, I, also... I really like you know some of the homemade veggie burgers I've done and I like them even more than just having a beef hamburger but if I was craving a beef hamburger I would normally just go and get a nice well done beef hamburger because yes. it tastes slightly better than any other alternative right now I don't understand really like, is it just that, like, it's wrong to eat any sort of animal? Or is it wrong that the practices by which we have obtained the meat from these animals are I mean, unethical? it's going to depend on who you ask. <laughs> I think everyone's going to have a different thing. For some people, it will be just any, you know, any eating any animal product is wrong because we shouldn't eat animals. For others, it's specifically going to be the way that we raise most of the animals mm-hmm. that we eat the conditions that they're kept in others it's because be... that like i can kind of get behind that not enough to really like launch a protest against the fucking meat industry by not eating meat myself but you can go for meat that's responsibly sourced sure yeah sure but how okay how do you really fucking prove that you don't it's hard right <laughs> same way that like when people are like oh this is organically farmed bullshit mm-hmm. like how do you know that there's never been any chemicals fucking spit on that soil yeah best you can do is is try and make sure it's not from tyson that's that's, right that's about it yeah i mean i don't know i uh with i'm not really sure with i'm I'm especially not really sure with with beef i think technically with like chicken if it's labeled as like a heritage chicken 
And that means it was grown like outdoors with no growth hormones and stuff like that. So technically that one's good, but normally that's like expensive, I think. I don't know. I just try not to eat meat for mostly health reasons when it comes to red meat. Same here. I love meat. I have to eat meat for every meal, but I try to avoid red meat um, because it has more calories in it. (laughs) Yeah. And what is your definition of red meat? Beef. Yeah, normally when I mean I I um a little bit drunk right now. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a lot of a lot of uh, cuts of pork are gonna also be not good for you, like bacon and sausage. Mm, and yes, stuff. those those I yes, but pork is incredibly cheap. Right. It's so cheap. I'm just talking like pork chops. You just go to the grocery store uh, and you can get some pork chops point. for dinner and you spend $3 and you have more than enough meat. Pork is my go-to if if I'm not having beef. I, uh, so I am of the mind, and Jenny does not agree with me, that meat from a mammal is red meat. Hmm. You're As wrong. meat from a poultry or a bird or fish is white meat or yeah. is non-red meat. Because even though those are reddish and tinged sometimes, or like black meat or like dark meat, you know, but like, so I, I lump pork in with red meat, like lamb and, you know, goat, where I had to eat those things, I would consider them all red meat. I say red meat is meat that you can eat when it is red. So you can, you can cook a burger, not all the way through, so that it is all burnt and everything's brown you can eat it when it is red but when but for pork you want pork to be white when it's done cooking not so much anymore though that's that's how it used to be but now because of the the tightening of the laws about how to what to feed pigs um it's it's much safer to eat rare pork oh i've I've heard that too but i never would because um i don't want worms yeah, <laughs> you're right. But that's the thing. You're not. You're not but really going to get them anymore. I have heard it is much safer, but I don't know. I don't. I. I would never try that. Like I would never risk it, even if I knew there was essentially no chance. I don't know. Same. The, the thought of the thought of dying from some bacteria from from undercooked uh, meat is uh, less painful of a thought than getting worms from undercooked pork. Did you see that meme that was going around about the guy with the the chicken and salmonella on his dick. No, and I never do. <laughs> so there's this guy. It was like a Quora post or something, where some guy was like, "I just heard chick guy with the chick." Oh, um, oh the guy. That's, with, uh, you should be happy. That's all you heard. James. I'm about to tell you the whole story, but this guy with salmonella and and the chicken breasts. No, got it. No, don't don't nothing. Okay. So here's the story. Again, I heard. I'm going to tell you the whole uh, story. Oh, no. James. James. What? No. Sam- I'm talking to you. I'm Sam- saying words. Salmonella. Uh-huh. Salmonella. Chicken breast. Penis. Okay. Excuse me? Penis. <laughs> you have uh, not, fuck? You have not heard it if that did not ring a bell for you, so now I will tell you the story. Okay. It's a Quora post or something. I just saw a screenshot where a guy says he's like, I was cooking some chicken last night and um, I was cooking naked because sometimes that's what I do. And I was, I had these chicken breasts out and then I was going to go put it in the pan and then I accidentally dropped it 
and it brushed against my penis on the way to the ground. And now today, my urethra is sore and swelling and all the stuff. And is it possible I got salmonella on my penis just from the chicken breast um, grazing it? And all the yeah, right, answers, dude. You fucked a chicken. Exactly. Breast. All the answers yeah. were people going, "No, no, you fucked that chicken breast, didn't you?" <laughs> you totally. <laughs> and then he's like, "So say I did. Is it possible? <laughs> yes, you fucker." I didn't see that you far. Chicken fucker. Just it's everybody, possible. everybody immediately calling him out. Like that's not what happened. You saw a chicken breast. It looked a little bit like a vagina, and then you fucked it. End of story. And yes, you do have salmonella in your Dropped penis. and brushed against his wing, and now he's got fucking salmonella. Yeah. Oh, this freak accident happened. Yeah. So the short chicken... answer is, yes, you have salmonella in your penis. All right. Long answer is, you Long answer is if you really that. didn't fuck that chicken, you're so unlucky. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that oh, chicken breast, didn't you? Because that's one that, like, even, like, nobody would believe you. Unless there was video of it acting, right? You know, like yeah. even then, like they'd be like, "You edited that video, <laughs> like you fucked the chicken before you dropped it on your wing." Oh, it's even more. Hi guys, I was cooking last night, making some chicken breasts. I had spilled some soda on my pants, so I was cooking without pants on. <laughs> I was moving some trays around, and I accidentally dropped a chicken breast on the floor, but it hit my penis before I hit the floor. <laughs> the answers are, you fucked those chicken breasts, didn't you? You fucked the raw chicken, didn't you? You did. You, you yes. did. <laughs> like, we know you did, buddy. Yes. It's okay. It's not okay. Don't, don't <laughs> let this guy off the hook. Like, you fucking sit in it and deal, sir. Like, that is not a thing that you're supposed to put your pee-pee into. It's or true. On. It's true. What's the rule? Isn't there a rule about what you're allowed to put your penis in? I'm sure there are several, but please enlighten us. I don't know what what the rules you think are. Yeah, <laughs> that's maybe I'm a little drunk too. Let's see. What are you Join allowed to put your penis in? Nine places you should never stick your penis from men's health. <laughs> Love those. Okay, what are they? Take it from these guys who learned the hard way. Um, a water bottle. <laughs> God. A sex worker, a steel pipe, what? Jesus Christ! A roll of tape, oh. <laughs> a jar of pasta. Each of these comes with a story. Hmm. I'm not going to read. A wedding ring. John, you've gone away again. Oh, uncooked pasta, by the way. I think. Oh, okay. Let me go Thank back you. and check the story. Uh, check. I'm uh, assuming uncooked. Yes, uncooked. Um, a park bench. Okay. And a toaster. What the fuck? <laughs> the story on the toaster is, in 2013, a London man had to call firefighters to extract his penis from a toaster. Yo, firefighters have seen some shit. I mean, he just wanted it to be a little warm, apparently. Yeah. Jesus just toast. Fuck. Still toasty. He put his chicken breast in the toaster. (laughs) But you gotta warm up the chicken breast somehow. Yeah. I mean, unless, you know, he's into cold. Yeah. (laughs) It's called necrophilia. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't want to say the word. I did. Because it would make it real, but yeah, that's fine. Hmm. Why does my vagina burn after having sex for two hours? <laughs> well, CJ, I'll tell you. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> what happens when you put your penis in a Nintendo GameCube? Oh my god. It's a YouTube video. <laughs> Do not put your penis in a coconut. <laughs> Mostly you should just put your penis into a willing partner. Willing is the key there. Yes. Right? Yeah, I think that's one of the one of those rules we were talking about. <laughs> Where should I put this? <laughs> How do you work this thing? How do you work this thing? Uh, <laughs> did you ever watch Zay Frank, James? Yeah, yeah, early on in fucking the internet. Yeah, 2005, <laughs> 2006. See, he, he had the song, How Do You Work This Thing? Zach's dad still quotes that song <laughs> on the daily, I have to imagine, because he tell, he says it to me a lot. He says it more than he than someone should. Yes, because <laughs> he really liked that video. <laughs> he did, yeah. That one in the hindsight's twenty twenty one. I just watched hindsight is twenty twenty like within the last week. Really? <laughs> Delta representatives put me in a room with a stranger, <laughs> but he's no stranger anymore. When I peed, I didn't shut the door. Oh, man, coin, but, oh, man. Oh, Zay Frank. Oh, Zay he still Frank. makes uh, some pretty hilarious videos on YouTube about animal facts sometimes. But Zach, see, back, back when he was doing his thing, that was, that was back when Merlin Man was Merlin Man. Merlin Man was on the level of Zay Frank at that time, when the internet was a weird place, and most people didn't know how to create content. When it was all watchers, back when the internet was good. <laughs> Because <laughs> I think I've narrowed it down why I don't like the internet now and I used to. When nobody knew how to actually create content and only certain people did, the content was a, of a higher quality. And now sure. it's just all content, no matter what the quality, because every jerk with an iPhone can create a high quality video. I don't know, I have a lot of issues. <laughs> Tell us about them. I have a lot of issues with the internet. And people, and people, and the Facebook. I think the people is the main issue. People is the, the internet issue. itself is fine. The motherfucking people ruin everything. Hey, can I get the schedule for this show? Oh, yeah, you need to add me as a friend on Facebook and join this group and check it every hour. Because yes. we're going to right. do things. And I just was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Well, then we can't get you the schedule. Like, well, you need to get me the schedule or I'm not coming to rehearsal, but I'm not doing all of that. Right. You can text me it. Yeah. Right. Take one extra step. It turns out you text he had me no it. plans for anything beyond his Facebook thing. So now I have the ability to edit the rehearsal schedule because that's the only way he could figure out how to share it with me. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> but it wasn't going to be my problem. <laughs> Yeah, you should save a copy of it as it sits now and edit it 
and have all rehearsal days say uh, three hour dance party. Yeah, there you go. Drinking in the theater, go. <laughs> <laughs> I have that ability. I could do it right now. <laughs> Finish this wine and see how I feel. Oh, there you go. Just and have it be posted enough for them to notice, <laughs> and then change it back and be like, "What? No, I don't Maybe. know what you're talking about. <laughs> you're crazy." So I found um, another chart on rules about a penis. Let's hear it. Uh, first one is: do not involve your penis in sexting. Okay. <laughs> no, never, Don't never. I've sent a chicken apple sausage yeah. picture, but I, I never have taken a picture of my penis, and I never plan to. Don't neglect your penis. And she's talking specifically about hygiene. Okay. Fair. Okay. Which is very important. Don't stick it into household objects, which I think most of that nine that we read before mm-hmm. were household. Yeah. So I think it's rule number three. Too many. <laughs> yeah. Number four, and this one is really important. Do not use your penis to urinate all over the place in public in mm. different color. Is mm-hmm. she, yeah, I don't know why. What does she mean by all over the place? Right. I don't know. Why on earth is this acceptable? No prude. Okay. So probably like gardens, bus stops, doorways. Okay. Yeah, sort of yes. I pee, I pee in what what could be considered public from time to time in places that no one should be putting their hands anyway. In your backyard, in your bushes, it's fine. That kind of stuff. Yep. When I lived with, uh, when I lived with my mom, I used to get home from parties and I would go over to the side yard and I would pee next to the garbage cans and then I would go in and pass out. And if you are doing it on concrete or wood or something, wash it down with the hose so yeah. the the smell doesn't stay. Fair. But I firmly believe that peeing outside is one of the delightfulest privileges that men have. 100% agree. L- uh, getting married, uh, I had to curtail uh, that. So keep going with this list. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's talk about curtailing your outside urination. Oh, I, <laughs> I peed outside way more often before I lived with my wife. And then like to the point where like were you inside like I have to pee and so I'm gonna just go out in the backyard. <laughs> no, the opposite Instead of that. Of I just if I'm in my backyard, I, if I was in my backyard, I would not go. Oh, I have to pee and then walk inside to be like, oh, I have to pee and then oh. wander over to a bush. Hands down, hundred percent, no point in it. Yep. Really? Hmm. Not a big outside boy, Zach. Not if I'm in my backyard. <laughs> In the toilets, uh, uh, like you know, twenty steps away, thirty steps away. No, no, no. It's not about the steps. It's about the freedom. <laughs> it's, it's totally, yeah. You don't have to worry so much about aim, right? And you don't have to worry about flushing or like you know cleaning up the floor. Plus, like you're like you're in nature, and it's almost like that feeling of like I don't have to stop what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know. Like I can continue drinking this beer or smoking this cigarette or doing whatever, you know, grilling, exactly. grilling some fucking, some Boca burgers and I can just pick. Yes. And it's great. Yes. Yes. Plus you ever tried to uh, <laughs> save some time and pee while you're brushing your teeth? Yeah. Don't do yeah, that. Pro tip. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're camping, you totally can do that. Yes. It's going to get everywhere, but that's fine. 
you're also about to spit your yeah, toothpaste on the ground, so that's also it's all fine. Yeah, <laughs> then you wash it down with the stream. It's fine. It's mm-hmm. the same. Although lately, I've been doing this this thing where when I brush my teeth, I don't rinse. Mm. Um, and so I, it it only works if you have not extra frothy toothpaste. But so it also means that I don't really spit that much. Or if you use the actual amount of toothpaste you're supposed to use, not what they show you in toothpaste commercials. Right, yeah, just a little dab. Because you're only supposed to use it. So it's only supposed to be like the size of a bean, basically, or like a grain of rice or something. Yeah, it's a really small amount that you actually need to use. This I learned taking my daughter to the dentist. And she told me about how much to give her. I was like, "Oh, that seems like not not enough to really like do much." And she's like, "Actually, that's all anyone is supposed to use." Like, "Oh, okay, I learned something today." Do you ever have to do that fluoride test in school? Where they give you the tablets. What? So, like, they came to my elementary school a couple of times, actually, a couple of different cities, and they give you these pink fluoride fluoride tablets to chew on um and then you're supposed to like rinse your mouth but then or you're supposed to brush your teeth and get all the pink stuff off and then the whole point of it is to show you what you're not actually getting what parts of your teeth you're not cleaning because it stays on there oh that actually sounds pretty cool it tastes like a weird chemical i may have had a dentist do that to me when i was a kid yeah maybe i had maybe it was putsy's cousin yeah, I think so. I didn't know Putsy had a cousin. Putsy has, a, has two cousins who are dentists in this town, and I used to go to one of them. Excellent. And then when I told her that I had stopped going there because of a reason, she said, oh, that was a good reason, and it's not there anymore. She had a very, <laughs> she had a really like mean receptionist, and so my mom at a certain point was like, you know what? I'm done dealing with you. I'm just going to find a new dentist. Yeah, you're an asshole. Yeah, so Pitsy was like, yeah, that's when I stopped going to that cousin and I started going to my other cousin. And then he fired that receptionist and now I go back to the first cousin. (laughs) I need to have a cousin that's a dentist. But I would absolutely not (laughs) have my cousin who was a dentist. I wouldn't. Because I'm like, I know what goes on in my mouth. Like, I'm embarrassed. I want my dentist to, like, not know me at all outside of me being in a chair. I see. See, I'm going with, I have my cousins, my cousins are a constant, and I don't want any of them to be my dentist, because I don't trust them to do it. Right, right, sure, sure. But like, so one of the gentlemen that works for the theater is a dentist, or Mm -hmm. that volunteers for the theater, rather, Uh, and everyone's talking about like going to him as a dentist, and I was like, no, like I, I... I don't want him inside of my mouth. I'm sure he's a wonderful dentist and I'm sure he's very talented, but I just don't want like, that's a line that I'm not willing to cross. I don't want to mix personal with like medical. One of the perks of that would be if you were someone who was very into your dental care, like one of my assistants is who goes to him, she broke a molar. Uh huh. And then whenever he would come in to be a stagehand, he would wander back and be like, hey, open your mouth. And he would just like pull out a flashlight and look in her mouth and be like, um, do you want to hand me a pair of pliers? I can pull that out for you right now. And she's like, no, no, no. I'll just come into the office and you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Dennis <laughs> went went to him the other day for something similar. Hmm. 
And I'm like, again, he's a very nice guy, and I'm sure he's probably an amazing dentist. But I don't, uh, I don't want that to happen. I don't want him to to know yeah. <laughs> how bad of a care I take with to my teeth. Yeah. Well, as I think we talked about before, I don't. I haven't been to the dentist in over a decade, and I have no plans. No plans. James, weren't you in that boat too? Do you not go to the dentist or do you? I do when I need to. Okay. I have plans to because I have currently have two, well, three technically, but I'm only worried about two holes in the bottom of my mouth. Mm. I had uh, teeth oh, extracted. No. And so, but now there's just like missing teeth there. And I th- I'm actually worried that I've gone beyond the point of gum health and safety I think like the gum line has receded a little bit too much because initially when I did it, I was going to put like implants in it, you know, but that costs thousands of dollars. Um, and so now I don't know if that's even possible because I don't want to do a bridge and I don't want to compromise the structure of the two teeth on the side of the hole, mm-hmm. you know, but I also don't like having a hole. So like, I don't know, but I, I hate the dentist. Yeah. The passion. Like I have to get the gas when I go, which I have to pay out of pocket for, but I'm willing to, because otherwise like it's a weird, like a phobic thing. Mm-hmm. So you something spe- about the noise and the sensation. So for you going to the dentist is you go, you fall asleep and then they tell you how it went. I don't really fall asleep. They mm-hmm. don't, they don't do that, but the, the nitrous oxide makes it. So I'm okay. Hey, just okay with fucking whatever happens. Hmm. Um, you know, and the Demerol sometimes does that, but most of the time it's not enough. Based on a role I've played, I think that nitrous oxide makes you feel silly. Does it make you feel silly? It makes you happy. They call it laughing gas for a reason. Yeah. Okay. Like they, they put it right below that level where everything just starts making you laugh. But right below that level, everything makes you just completely completely cool with whatever God, like it's almost like a roofie like go ahead doc do what you're gonna do take my pants off it's fine (laughs) (laughs) oh god (laughs) what oh it was on the office where somebody ah what is it Andy takes off his pants for some reason to get a tattoo well that yes (laughs) But it's because he, like, something happens. Oh, because he cuts his scrotum? Not that. The Andy Bernard Paper Company. What's going on? (laughs) Is it because he he ate Packers cupcakes and dances with Kevin? They swap clothes? That's a a really good one. That's a really, really good episode. What'd you guys do? <laughs> nothing. What you did? <laughs> they just look at each other. Yeah. Nothing. It was just a normal night. And Kevin's like, mine was exactly like that. <laughs> but he's almost crying. He is one of the most underrated actors, I think. Brian Baumgartner. Oh, yeah. I follow him on Instagram. He's coming to a Stockton con. Mm-hmm. I know this because I follow him on Instagram. <laughs> Oh yeah. Okay. So he got. It's when he got punched in the eye by the little girl, and then he got punched again by someone else. Kelly. 
Yes, he got punched by Kelly. Oh, and then he's on painkillers? And yeah. And then he just takes his pants off? Yes. Yep. <laughs> tough, tough day, yes, but I feel good. Put the office in their place, took a bunch of painkillers, drank a bottle of wine, took my pants off. I just feel good. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the episode. That's such a good one where he walks in, he's trying to hide his black eye, and Kevin's like, no, I have to tell you something. He's like, okay, fine, what? And he turns around, everyone sees his black eye, and Kevin, what Kevin needed to tell him was... I woke up at 4 a.m. by accident in time for the paper to be delivered. And guess what? It's not a kid on a bike. It's a man in a car. (laughs) That's right. Oh, something crazy happened today with the male people. And Christine thought it was because maybe tomorrow's 4th of July. But let me tell you what happened because we were on our way out to the car to go somewhere. So first I'm like, I go out to put something in the car and um, someone in a mail truck drives up in front of our house and delivers a package and drives away. I go in the house and then like in under a minute later, we're back outside. We're getting in the car, a second male person. And I, I have seen both male people. So it's a different male person drives up in a truck, delivers a package to the house across the street, drives away. Ah. By the time we're in the car and about to drive away, a third male person comes up and, delivers a package to the house next to ours and it, it, that's and and while that was going on up the street there was a fourth fucking mail truck <laughs> and I don't know why they need so many mail people to deliver packages all on the same block why there been a glitch in the matrix I, it seemed like it was a glitch in the goddamn matrix <laughs> what's going on am I accidentally living through multiple days right now What's happening? <laughs> Weird. I I would like to know like the numbers of the people who had these packages delivered because maybe like they're on like a fixed schedule. Like, you know, you only go here or here. Maybe it was like where the the sellers are stationed. So like yeah. where the the sorting had. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know, I don't know either. I, I, I can understand a little bit of, like, tomorrow's a holiday. There won't be any mail, so they're, like, rushing to get as much out as they can. Sure. But for me, that explains two male people. Right. Does not explain Or, like, four. one person has packages and one person has letters, but, like, right. they've all got packages. What's happening? Yes. I have no idea. But it blew my mind. Like they would answer. If you ask, if you see them on Friday, be like, "Hey, so Wednesday, yeah, there were five of you guys. What, what, what was the deal?" I'll probably tell you. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. We used to have an awesome mail guy, and then he is not around anymore, and we have terrible mail people now. <laughs> it's funny because like that sort of shit gets posted on the neighborhood app. Oh yeah, all like all the time. And it's like just these old people bitching about the quality of their mail deliverer. Not even the quality of the mail that they're receiving. We used to have this guy named Tom, and Tom was great. But now we don't have Tom. So right. what is going on? Well, fucking either Tom died or Tom found another job. Yeah. yeah. Or, or got they moved into a different district else, right? or whatever. I know what happened. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can or sit around and, and mope about the fact that I don't have my mail guy anymore. Now I have right. a guy who doesn't even come up to look at the mailbox to see if there's any outgoing. No. Nope. Commonly, when I have outgoing mail, he just sort of knocks that on the ground as he puts the mail in the mailbox. 
And then walks away like, oh, that's not my problem. Yep. It was there when I got here. Yeah. Where my old male guy knew that I was off and home with a with a kid. And so if he saw my car and he had a package for me, he would um, ring the doorbell and he would stand there and wait a long, a pretty long time for me to come to the door so he could hand it to me. I mean, that's kind of nice. Right? I think he would wait like a full minute, stand there and wait, because he knew that I was home at the time with the like a little baby. So he's like, yeah, this guy's got enough going on. It might take him a while to get to the door. But if I'm asleep or something. And it's not like, even like stuff that you need to, to sign for? Like, that's cool. Yeah. You know, he just would wait to make sure I got my package. <laughs> so there's this current homie. Ugh. Zach, how's your male guy? What do you what do you think of him? I have no opinion anymore <laughs> because I never see it here. Uh, see them here at the apartment. Oh, that's fair. The one at my parents' house, though, um, is extremely scared of a dog that has never once gotten out and normally is behind a very very thick door barking at him. Very terrified of a dog. Yeah, I yeah I also don't like male people who are terrified of dogs honestly like i could see if there had been some situation where the dog had almost gotten out but it, the dog is just barking from inside at our last place our male person was not terrified of dogs and whenever he had a sub that, that sub didn't know what to do about the fact that um our next door neighbor had a doberman a huge doberman that lived in the yard this was a guard dog and it was it we had everyone on the block basically but us and the people next to us had four foot fencing around the yard and this dog would lose his mind whenever the male person came and he would do this thing where he would hop up on the fence and sort of with his front two paws grab onto the fence and sort of hang there yeah and perch like a fucking weird rooster but it wasn't a perch because it was all part of him losing his mind so he would jump on the fence and like swing for a second and then jump off and then jump on the fence and swing for a second the whole time barking his head off uh yeah and so our normal male guy didn't bat an eye because he saw this every day but whenever it was a sub they'd like run into the middle of the street like what the fuck is going on (laughs) (laughs) but this dog do I have to mace this dog right and but this dog was he um did he was not interested in leaving the yard he was just making sure that they did not come into the yard cuz he right. could easily hop the fence that dog no problem that dog could hop the fence <laughs> that's what and that's what spooked the male people that i can understand a lot more <laughs> when you see four foot fence four foot dog okay <laughs> like, does the dog know he can get over that fence? Because, like, what's happening? Yeah, I sure hope that. Oh, shit. My dad used to have this boxer. I may have talked about this before. Um, but he, a lot of his property didn't have fences. And so, uh, but the dog would just run like crazy. And so they put up this uh, electric perimeter wire that like like if if the dog got too close to it his collar shocked him right Mm -hmm. um wasn't a big shock but it was enough to be like whoa don't go there right but he figured out one day that if he got enough of a running start it only shocked him for a little bit wire (laughs) right and so he did and then he was gone and he like 
so my dad lives in Linden, and at the time, my stepmother uh, was getting uh, some dental work done randomly, and uh, she had a picture of the dog. He'd been gone for like three months. She had a picture of the dog on her keychain, and the the dental assistant was like, she goes, is that your dog? She goes, we found a dog that looks kind of like that. Um, but she lived in Ripon. Hmm. And so Denise was like, what? Like, let me see. And then, so sure enough, she went out and found her dog. <laughs> Ripon. To Ripon. And I, I just always wondered, like, what kind of an adventure he was on. Yeah. Like, did he see somebody? Like, did he, like, ride a bear? Like, what? Yeah. What happened? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, because very easily they could have lost their dog. That's how my mom got one of her dogs. Someone found him, found her just running, just running in the street, running somewhere. (laughs) It wasn't chipped or anything, so they took her to the pet store, and then she got adopted. But Wow. And that dog just sometimes, sometimes that dog just walks out the front door like, you know, this is just a thing I do. I just leave. Like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> get back here. What the fuck are you doing? You don't leave. Right. No, no, you stay. See, and that's the thing. Like, I bet, and it could just be because of all the movies that I watched growing up, but I bet, like, he had some sort of adventure. Like, or did something, you know? And that dog, too. Like, I bet, like, before, in mm-hmm. their life before, when they did just leave the house, like, they, you know, they've done something fun or crazy. It was a well-groomed dog. It was it's like someone took care of the dog. But, yeah, just... Not enough to get it chipped, though. Yeah, like that's to get my... it chipped. We have to maybe update our dog's chip, because I'll bet you it's today if someone had to check her microchip, they'd be like, yeah, she lives at wherever we lived two houses ago. <laughs> oh, God, that's something I wouldn't even have thought about. <laughs> Maybe they have a phone number on there. I don't know what kind of information's on a microchip. Yeah. But, yeah. So, if you've updated your phone number since you got the chip. Yeah, that hasn't happened. So, I think I bet we're probably fine. But uh, that, that is the thing, because whenever I find dogs, I take them to the nearest vet, and I just have them check if they are chipped. Yep. Because yep. if they are, then I just leave and the vet handles the rest of it because right. they can't tell me any of the information on the chip, but they can tell me whether or not there is a chip. And then they can call the owner and mm-hmm. say, we've found your dog. Yeah. And if there's not, then I take them to the animal shelter. Right. Which I thankfully have only had to do. I think twice. Yeah. I think twice. Zach, what kind of chip do you have on your dog? Uh, well, I don't have a dog specifically. It's my brother's dog, and I do not, uh, whatever they did it, wherever. <laughs> There's one of two kinds. I don't know the specifics behind it. I don't That's uh, another thing that we're going to do the next time we have a power hour. You're going to put a chip in me? <laughs> no, we're going <laughs> to Oh, yes. No, we're going to give you a dog. Yes. No. No. Just a little one. It'll be no. fine. No, I'll let it. <laughs> I'll let it out the back, and it can go roam around. And someone else can pick it up. A little teacup poodle. Yeah, a little yeah, teacup you know, poodle. Yeah, see, you like it already. No, you know. no, no. All dog. right, that's <laughs> all right then. A miniature potbelly pig. It is. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That's 
so much better. They jump on your furniture <laughs> and stuff. They do. <laughs> they also like belly rubs. And they like any food that comes out of a pot. Yep. Or goes into a pot. Mm-hmm. Or falls on the ground. They like food. I get it. Pot belly. Yeah. Pot belly pig. Ha ha. Ha. <laughs> Uh, oh boy! Have you guys ever just like picked up found dogs? Not so much anymore. Now that I have two dogs, but I have done it before. Yeah, I've done it once, but luckily I was able to find the owner without having to take the dog home. So, found one named him Mr. President, <laughs> and then I, mean, I had him for like a week. And then I found the owners. Then, then was he like a weird blonde and orange? fat dog no he was kind of like a long-haired rufio okay yeah that's the rufio would be a long-haired rufio if we didn't get him groomed yeah well according to how mr president was that's important that you get him groomed yes i don't know it's when i lived at a certain certain party house and we just thought it would be the funniest thing to have a dog named mr president (laughs) so we named him that Mr. President, please. Mr. President, go outside. (laughs) One time I was walking my mom's dogs. She lives um, on a canal. Like her backyard goes up to a canal. So I was walking them on the levee road of the canal. And these two dogs were barking at her dogs from from the other side of the canal. And they got so angry that they jumped into the water and swam across the canal and came over. Oh my god. So I um they had like all the information on their collars and so I called the owner and he was like, "Well, I'm in Modesto. And I'm going to be here for hours." And I was like, "Well, dude, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, but obviously your dogs can get out anytime they want and they did and now they're here." And he was <laughs> he was mad at me for not like just letting them back out. I'm like, "I'm not no, I'm I'm not going to trust that your dogs know how to get home." They're... Right, or that they won't terrorize somebody else or yeah. eat somebody's chickens or something. Yeah, no, I so sure. I put them in her dog run in the backyard, and I waited until he got off work, and then I gave him his dogs back. But he was very he was very displeased with me, and I just didn't care <laughs> about that. Yeah, like he, that's him being an asshole. Yeah, like just but. Uh, restrain your dogs in some way. Put a fence. Right. And you were nicer than I was. You could have been like, "Yeah, they'll be waiting for you at the shelter." Right. <laughs> Head on down there. I I don't think it's gassing day today. Right. No, they don't. Oh do no, that. but it might be. If it's an owner <laughs> surrender, they do that shit immediately. Do they really? They may. Yeah, because if it's an owner surrender, chances are there's something wrong with the dog. Right. 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 Uh, owner surrender. Some orbit fucking. Yeah. Well, no, my aunt has a dog that she needs to do that with, quite honestly, because it eats everything. Like, it eats scissors. Oh, my God. Yeah. Just all of a sudden, they're like, oh, the scissors are gone. And in addition to that, it's incredibly aggressive. So you can't really get near it. And so I keep pushing, because she's not... She, my aunt is... My aunt is someone who takes in strays, and often they're humans... But 
mostly <laughs> mostly they're animals. But she's always like just like there's just randomly some like young woman living with her, and it's like what is going on? Oh, she's having a rough time, and her parents kicked her out or something like that. And it's like okay, fine, yeah, welcome to this person coming to Thanksgiving for the next four years. <laughs> But she takes in a lot of stray animals, too. And so for this dog, because she's like that kind-hearted person, she doesn't want to give the dog up to a situation where it will die. She does not want the dog to die. And so I keep pressing her and be like, I, hey, listen, I'll put that dog in the back of my car and I will take it to my cousin's ranch and it will become a ranch dog. And 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 I'll go into how happy it would be as a ranch dog that it gets to run around and not into and if it kills one cow then it's gonna get shot is that a real thing or yeah. is that covered? yeah 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 so with the, uh, there on the ranch he, he has all these dogs that sort of they're like because it's a ranch out it's way way out in the wilderness um, so there are issues with some predators as far as the herd goes so he has lots of aggressive dogs that their job is basically to make sure no coyotes come in and that kind of stuff Right, sure. But if a dog were to kill a cow, he would kill the dog because the dog doesn't make him money. Well, oh, and I feel I, like yeah. like that's a feat. Yes. <laughs> for a, a dog to kill a cow, like it's it has to try really hard. Cuz I saw a video of a dog uh that got kicked by a cow. Hmm. And it was it died. The dog did. I believe it. The cow just walked away like it was nothing. Did you ever read Call of the Wild, though? No. There's a scene in Call of yeah. the Wild where the dog suddenly realizes how easy it is to kill humans. Huh. He's like, wait, so I just I just go up there and I tear out that little soft bit on their neck and then they're dead? Oh. <laughs> this no. is great. And he just goes on a killing spree. And I so I just imagine that that's how it would be for a dog with a cow because the cows have the same jugular we do. Just be like, oh, I just yeah, go up here, I just tear bigger. this out. <laughs> they are a lot bigger. <laughs> they certainly are, and it probably would be like an outward bound kind of thing where the dog thinks it's big shit in the city, being all mean to everybody, and then you put it out on a ranch and it's just like, holy shit! Yeah, like that thing will kill me. <laughs> I better shape up or ship out. Right. <laughs> Plus, my guess is the dog is that aggressive because it doesn't have a chance to run around. Yes. Right. Yeah. So that it would solve a lot of the problems there. One hundred percent. Yeah. She won't let me take it. someday. someday I'll take that dog up there. <laughs> take <laughs> her to the ranch first and be like, "See, yeah. see how happy this dog would be. This is a real place. Real place. I'm not going to take it to the fucking shelter yeah. and tell you I took it to the ranch. There just there just is a, there there's a lot of death on that ranch. I have never made a visit to the ranch without an animal dying. Oh my god. <laughs> For some reason or another. And sometimes it's that uh someone catches a rattlesnake and cuts its head off. Sometimes it's that I went out and I started shooting ground squirrels because um they really ruin things apparently. They do. They'll fuck up things. So he he likes it if people go out and they shoot ground squirrels. But sometimes it's like, oh, I have to go kill this cow. Or one time they accidentally backed over the paw of a dog, and then the dog oh. tried to pull its paw out, and instead 
um, pulled its hip out of the socket. That is rough. And so he got out of the truck and he was like loading his gun. He was about to kill the dog. And then the dog, I think, sensed that that was about to happen. And so was able to roll its its hip back into joint. It was sort of like, Who? nope, I was just kidding. Come on, everybody. We're, <laughs> we're having fun here. Yeah, there's a lot of death out there on the ranch. You can't, you can't, uh, apparently you can't live on a ranch without being very okay with animals dying. Yeah, sounds like part and parcel, as yeah. it were. Yeah. Fellas, so, okay. I think I'm fading pretty fast here. Oh, you dick. Uh, to be fair, I've been fading too. I'm actually surprised you're still with us, Zach. <laughs> yeah, I'm technically with you. Yeah. <laughs> He's on the call. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Been been silent more than talking the last fifteen minutes, but I, I am here. Right. I've not fallen asleep at the computer yet. I still need to finish my bottle of wine, so I guess I'll do that while I look at pictures of the office. Oh boy! <laughs> oh, I, um, did I don't think you ever told us what you were drinking, CJ? Oh, I'm drinking whatever was on an end cap at Save Mart. So it looks like oh, it's okay. 1924 uh, Cabernet. Sauvignon. Sauvignon. Nice. Yeah, it's good it's fun stuff. Fun to say. Yeah, at a limited time in the store, so I just grabbed whatever was cheapest on an end cap. Ah. Uh, so it worked. Yeah, it'll it'll do the job. <laughs> the, putting putting things on an end cap. Uh, that's easy. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that a grocery store thing? Like, this isn't selling well, so let's put it on the end cap, and then it will. Yeah. Uh, or is I it think, the opposite? But I think it can be both. Uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's that, or it's the opposite. Or the opposite also being like, well, it's Cinco de Mayo, so we need to put lots of chips, salsa, and tequila on the end caps, because that's mostly why people are walking into the store. Yeah, to free up the actual traffic in the aisle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, well, good talk, guys. Yeah, yeah, it's a long way yeah. tonight. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. We've gone three. This is just two. Yeah, this is well, just two, two and a half, I guess. Two, two oh nine. Yeah. Oh, perfect. perfect. But we also started late. I mean, I think the day that we did three, we started at like nine o'clock or right. something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. It's rare for us to go too far past midnight. Well, what would happen if we started at eight one time? Uh, would twelve thirty still be the cutoff? Oh, could man. be. <laughs> have to break Jeez. that one into a multi-parter. Yeah, <laughs> I think we did that with one up, one one time. We may have, and there may be some coming up where I'm going to need us to do that. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right, kids. Sure have it, yeah. Actually, next okay, week guys. I may need us to do that. But anyway, good night. Have a good night, guys. And fairly well. Wait, what? Why will we need to next week? Oh, because the week after I'm I'm out of town for like nine days. Zach is gone. Gotcha. I leave town gotcha. on um, okay. Saturday morning, and then I'm not back until Thursday. Okay. Well, that's fair. Yeah. So if next week it becomes a two-parter, next week becomes a two-parter. Totally okay. Yeah. 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 All right, gents. All right. Be safe. Sleep. You well. too. Good night. <laughs>